thought about or talked a little bit about the robotic side of uh, technology and putting that in your hotels at all? You know, it's going to come. I'm sure it's going to come just like everything else, right? You, you either, you know, accept it or don't. Um, I personally, uh, you know, I don't think there will ever be anything. Hi, this is Ted Kelly with another Ted's Hospitality Minute. Hey, today we've got an awesome guest on. Her name is Anita Lane. She is the Regional Director of Operations for Hotel Equities. And she's going to come on and chat with us about things that she's seeing in the hospitality space, things that she deals with in the operations side of hospitality, and probably enlighten us with a few nice tidbits on things that we can do to improve ourselves as we go through the hospitality, uh, the hospitality trek. Hi, Anita. How are you? Fine, Ted. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to spend some time with you today. What a what a fun um, opportunity to to get to know somebody and to get to share a little bit about what I've learned through the years. Absolutely happy so, to be here. That is awesome. So typically, before we dive into all of the the meaty conversation, we usually like to let our guests talk a little bit about themselves, how they got in hospitality, and was it a always lifelong dream to be in hospitality, or was it you know, you wanted to be a race car driver and somehow you ended up in the hospitality space. Talk a little bit about it. Sure. So, no, like a lot of folks, I stumbled into hospitality. You know, I think a lot of us managed to find ourselves in a room and, and look up and think, okay, this might work for, for me. Um, so I actually started um, school many, many years ago to work in accounting. And uh, my first job um, was in a, a company, in a, a resort company, a resort-style company, doing payroll for uh, for a group of folks. And as it happens, it was a hospitality company. Um so learned a lot of accounting software, learned a lot of programs, um, and then ended up moving from Mississippi to Tennessee, where my family, um, my mom and dad were originally from, and um, took a job, in, you know, an accounting job there, um, and then that business closed. And so I um, ended up knowing a payroll software and um, going to work for my first hotel company. And um, they hired me largely because I knew the payroll software and started out as an accounting clerk in a full-service hotel in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, um, and did not expect to love the business, did not expect, really felt like I was very focused on, you know, being more of a numbers person. Um, and yet, um, like a lot of folks, I just I fell in love behind the scenes. Um, I loved the um, I loved the structure of accounting, and I loved learning the business that way. But I completely was enthralled with the messiness of hospitality, and you know the the days being so different, and the inner workings of people, and um, just all the all of the little things that had to come together to make for a great day had a phenomenal mentor in a really, really, really amazing GM. Um, so GM, uh, and then his wife was the director of sales. And so I feel like I sort of grew up in a hotel um, watching these two great leaders um, kind of interact with each other. And um, I was blessed. They let me learn behind the scenes. They let me learn how the sausage was made. And, uh, and so, yeah, fell in love and, and stumbled in through accounting and have stayed here. Been here, gosh, for a few years. Uh, Right at about 30, so, so I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the unexpected hospitality girl like a lot of folks, but, but I love what I do for a living. I was going to say, just just a few years, it sounds like. Yeah, okay. just a few. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me this, you're a wife, you're a mom, you're a hoteler, yep. you're 
friend of the hospitality industry, what's been your biggest challenge trying to juggle all of those different roles? Um, I think probably, you know, it's funny, you know, you get asked a lot as a woman about balance. Um, I think probably my biggest struggle is to remember to offer myself grace. Um, because we're all learning, we're all trying to grow, and we're, you know, hopefully, I'm a lifelong learner. I want to keep evolving. I want to keep getting better. Um, so, you know, I think sometimes just unpacking things and making sure that I'm checking in with myself and that I'm not too hard, too driven, um, you know, and then I'm I'm doing that self-evaluation to say, you know, where am I in this journey? Is this working out for me? And, um, you know, we have a tendency, I think, as women to want to be everything to everybody, and so really just making sure that I'm being intentional with that and making sure that I'm offering myself a, a moment from time to time to say it's okay if it's not perfect and I'm still growing and learning and, I, you know, maybe this month I'm a really good wife. Maybe next yeah. month I'm a really good mom. <laughs> and yeah. trying to put yeah. all the pieces of the puzzle together, right? I think a lot of us are out here doing the same type stuff. But um, but all I've learned is, is and where my struggle is is to um, – it, I, being balanced can be in and of itself a job, right? <laughs> like if you're trying to man, maneuver everything. So I really feel like for me, just making sure that I'm staying in a good space, checking in with myself, making sure that I'm making time for the things that are important to me, um, and then finding a way to uh, to give it back out. You know, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So making sure that yeah. I'm taking those times. Yeah, that's awesome. I I like to classify myself as being perfect at being imperfect. That's what I <laughs> Absolutely. Great teamwork. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excellent at it. being imperfect. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. For sure. Hey, before, I love that. <laughs> before we go any further, let me take a moment to remind our audience to, to like us here on LinkedIn, follow us on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel, of course, and we're also available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And this episode with Anita will be there. And you can check it out on all, all the different fronts. So we look forward to having it there. And we obviously always love to have your feedback and comments on each episode. Okay. So I got a big question for you. So now you're a regional director of operations. So I've got to think that you've got multiple hotels. You've got probably hundreds of people that you're trying to make sure are getting their job done and getting it done in the best way. How does that go every day? What, what's a typical day for uh, Anita Lane? Yeah, so I'm incredibly blessed uh, that I've been doing this work um, for, for a little while now. Um, you know, I think it, it boils down to having amazing leaders and really practicing servant leadership every single day. So, um, you know, most of the work that I do is not work that I'm doing direct. Um, I'm doing it through a great general manager or, or a, you know, a partner on the human resource side or a partner on the sales side. So, um, you know, get up and take a look at kind of how the assets performed um, yesterday. Um, make sure that there's constantly um, a, a growth plan and that we're looking at that growth plan. Um, I try to wake up every day, and I do um, wake up feeling incredibly blessed. And so, you know, how do I translate that into work? Um, you know, I'm I'm looking at reports and trying to find the positives in those reports and trying to make sure that we're celebrating the successes, um, whether it be a star report that came out on Tuesday or if it's a, you know, 
this general manager is ahead of year-over-year revenue or your scores look great. Um, truthfully, I'm, I'm a lot of a cheerleader. I'm a lot of a person who um, who gets up and says, hey, you know, I know that you're busy and I know you have a lot going on, but, hey, don't forget this. Um, I'm a little bit of a mom. <laughs> and celebrate this. You know, take, your, take that moment um, and then start your day off in, in the most positive way. Now, that lasts for a solid 30 minutes, and then the phone starts ringing. <laughs> And then you have all the things coming at you. You have ownership or you, this has gone wrong in this hotel or I need you to jump on this call. Um, and so I, I just, I put it a lot, but I've learned to love the chaos. Um, and I've learned to love that no day is going to be the same and that a lot of different people are going to need a lot from me. Um, guidance or support or talk me through or help me with or, or encourage and support. Um, I think, you know, I think most days are really rewarding. Um, they say if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life, right? So, um, you know, I've, I'm pretty intentional about making sure that I love what I do um, and that I can encourage and support. Um, you know, I don't care to tell you, I stayed up till about 1 in the morning helping a GM work on his budget because he needed some help. And um, sometimes when we have these really tremendous leaders, you know, they don't, they, they, it takes them a minute to come to you and say, hey, I need a little help with this, and I have to squeeze that in and make sure that I get that done. But I woke up excited this morning because I think we've gotten him where he needs to go, and um, you know, and, and now you take it back, and you look at it again, and let's make sure that we're right. on the same page. So, right. yeah, I love growing people. That's truly, that's what I feel like I do for a living is I grow people. And so wow. most of my work is really about trying to help people achieve their goals. What success looks like to me is – if they wake up and love their job and feel better about it, you know, and, and feel better about day over day growth, then, then that's, I've done right. My right. Day. right. And you have, what, what area of the country do you have? You have. So I live in Tennessee and I have no hotels in Tennessee, which I love because I actually spent <laughs> many, many years in the industry there. Um, so I have hotels in and around Georgia and in and around the Atlanta area, the Augusta area, and then I have hotels in South Carolina, um, in Columbia, um, quite a few hotels in Columbia, South Carolina. And then I have wow. hotels in Rock Hill, Fort Mill area, which is a little bit of a suburb of Charlotte, but it's on the South Carolina side. So I have 15 Very assets, exactly. um, yeah. 15 tremendous GMs, uh, you know, amazing owners that I get to work with every day and people that I get to wake up and support. Yeah, absolutely. And you, so that's probably well, at least a few hundred people that you kind of got to kind of keep mushing, <laughs> hurting, <laughs> you know, keep everybody moving in the right direction, right? That's at right. least probably a few hundred. <laughs> it is. So. It absolutely is. Well, the good thing about this, you know, Hotel Equities is a great company. We have a lot of support um, and part of the reason that I liked being part of a larger company, I had done this for a family in Tennessee um, and was the single above property leader and loved that opportunity. But I went from being everything to everyone to having resources. So I have human resource partners. I have accounting partners. I have, um, you know, sales partners. And so I think what's great about this opportunity is of that collaboration and not every day is perfect. You know, I may have one agenda and they may have a different agenda, but just knowing that 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 three to 400 group of people have a lot of folks cheering them on, a lot of folks supporting them, a lot of folks, and a lot of structure. Um, so one of the great things about a bigger company is that you have kind of the tools in the toolbox to be able to help people be their best then. I was going to say that was one of the, one of the questions I was about to ask you about was how do you bring out the best in your people? I know you've got, 
you know, different tools, different training probably that you can offer to them. But surely there's uh, some other things that you recognize and you do to try to bring out the most in your people. What What are some of those things that you do? Well, you know, I'm, I'm an innate encourager. So, you know, whether it be the Friday afternoon, you know, LinkedIn post to the team, um, I'm, I'm, as one of my bosses says, I'm an epically a cheerleader and a coach. Um, you know, I try to remember, though, that um, leading people is very individualized, right? So what one leader needs out of me might be very different than what another leader leads out of me. Um, I had a leader that had a really tough day yesterday and just kind of had been through a lot. A lot was coming at her, and she was kind of trying to, you know, really trying to, to trying to swim ahead. And so what she needed from me this morning was a simple word of encouragement to say, today's going to be a better day, and we're, we're going to have a, a little better, you know, it's, it's going to, we're going to have a better outcome. Um, I'm in market working with a, another leader that needs totally different. She needs structure from me. She needs me to come and be actionable and do some things for her. So I think what I try to do as much as I possibly can um, is be a fair and balanced leader, but also understand that servant leadership is really about me um, supporting them. I try as much as I possibly can to be an active listener. Um, and sometimes the silence it, there's some really interesting things in what people are not telling you or, or the cadence of how they're not saying. And so you have to always listen for for those moments, too. Uh, I had a GM call me yesterday at, who was one of my top GMs, and we had spent the last really three weeks working on budgets, you know, together and kind of teaching a whole group of people how to do budgeting and, you know, just making sure that we all were on the same page. And he said, I haven't heard from you in a couple of days. Are you okay? Do you need me? <laughs> but what do you need from me, right? So, you know, you create a safe space for people. You, you know, in, leading people to me is very individualized. It is, it is actionable. It is what do people need from me today that might be different. Um, but you also have to, I think where I'm growing is to make sure that all of that leads up into performance as well, right? I can lead yeah. up a storm, but if if we're not performing, if the asset is not performing, if the ownership is not happy, um, so, you know, sometimes it's, you know, we have to kind of pivot a little bit and say, hey, we've got all the good stuff. Now we need to take it and, and action it out and do some, some great um, with it. So, yeah. But, yeah, I try to be an encourager and supporter and, and really just love on my people and let them know that I'm here and that phone's always on and I'll do whatever you need me to do and I'll be however I can be there as much as I can be. Yeah, sounds like cheerleader, coach, uh, support group, uh, all, yeah. all the above, right? All the small ladies. We were a thousand class. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, all okay. good stuff. Hey, yep. I want to remind our viewers, hey, like us here on LinkedIn, follow us on YouTube, and as always, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for this episode with Anita. So many, so many great things that she's dropping on us in this conversation. I can't wait for it to hit the streets, and you guys can comment as well. So I've got to move on. I've got a question for you here. All right. You talked up. about, <laughs> you talked about budgets. Yeah. And I'm thinking that, wait, it's it's October, so typically the hospitality industry is working on what the budgets are for 2024. Mm -hmm. How how overwhelming is that for you in, in the operations side? Well, I have to give credit to um, 
there's a guy in my company, <laughs> I give him a hard time, but I love him dearly, um, who last year, um, jokingly, we say he pushed us over the edge. So he came across a really great platform. Um, MDO, My Digital Office, um, is a really great um, sort of just software that we can use for budget planning. And so we've been able to take what would take Last year, we were learning and we were taking in data and pulling it all together and analyzing it. Um, and it took a good solid two months to get that accomplished. We had a lot of new leaders. Um, this year, we took it sort of segmented. That particular platform allows you to make um, real-life changes inside a budget with data. And so um, what's funny is this year, we ended up, um, working on it a piece at a time. You know, there's different components to the budget. And then we all met up, my whole team and I, um, along with another RDO in Augusta. That's the, kind of the centrally located uh, location for all of us. Even my, I've got a couple of great hotels in Virginia. I should have mentioned that as well. I, t I just got them. So in some time, I'm related to them too. But we all met up and they had all of their components and they had done, you know, a lot of their pre-work. And we were able to walk out of that within a week. And got in a room, went through all the budget assumptions. Um, and I think the greatness of this is this tool, we use it also for forecasting. Um, the muscle memory is there. If you live in it, you're not. It just it just took the onus off. We weren't afraid anymore. Yeah. I raise yeah. your point and say, I don't understand this, or can you show me this? And and we could watch the decisions being made and say, okay, if you if you get one minute per occupied room better, look at the savings yeah. you're going to see. So it's really cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. So. Well, so, we, yeah, you know, I'm a fan. I am, I am glad to hear that. That's a testimony from my good friend, Ed, who came on the THM, by the way, to talk about MDO and their, their products oh. and services that they had. So he's been already uh, been on our show already talking shirt. about his product. <laughs> <laughs> so, told, so you gave him. <laughs> the other day I want a shirt and hat. So, I mean, <laughs> so you just gave awesome. them a shout out. <laughs> yeah, they're great. It is great. It is a really a great tool. It took a lot of the well, scariness out of budgeting for us. So, yep, very, very yeah. quick, efficient, and, and we're getting ready to get them in front of owners and make the tweaks and, and call it a day. Way oh, less. Yeah, wow. Less. <laughs> good, good stuff. So let me ask you this. So you guys are doing your budgets. Yep. So is there a particular item or is it a certain technology piece that you see you guys moving toward next year that you're spending more money or you're investing more money in for your hotels from a technology standpoint? Um, yeah, I think, you know, like a lot of hotel companies, you know, we, we have a group of people. One of the things I do like about my company is we've got a group of people that sit in an office in Alpharetta and they constantly think about how do they make it better? How do they make it more efficient? How do we give back our GMs, give them back some of their time? MDO was a great example of, you know, taking this long thing and making it a very user-friendly short thing. Um, I think they're constantly examining um, new technology and, and new ways to do things. One of my um, favorite initiatives from this year, um, we partnered with a company called Grazi, and, uh, you know, nobody carries cash anymore. So now the hotel team has QR codes, and if you want to give a tip to somebody, um, funny my hotel, my Sheraton in Columbia, I watched people come through the lobby um, as they're valeting their car and saying, I don't have any cash, I don't have any cash. So what a great solution to that, to have a QR code to be able to tip, you know, your valet or your housekeeper. Um, 
So there's that. Um, one of my, you know, the new things that we're aligning with is a company that um, tracks energy efficiency and allows us to, to take a look at, you know, how efficient we're being. That's a big brand mandate. We want to be, um, we want to be very aware of the fact that we're very busy buildings and that we use a lot of energy, water, gas, electric. Um, so you're seeing some technology there that I think is great. Um, you know, anything, most of what we do, I think, is very driven by, um, you know, trying to make sure that our owners, um, our stakeholders, you know, our owners, our brand, and really our our people on the front line, our general managers and the teams that are serving our guests have a better day, better, more efficient, that they can really spend most of their time serving our guests. And so I think a lot of our technology that you see, at least my company, um, work towards is in that space. And there's a lot of stuff out there. There is a lot. Yeah. You know, a lot of people yeah. ask about about AI. And I was having a great conversation with a coworker today. And she said, I don't, I don't know about that. That's a little, you know, that's a little much for me. That's a little, you know, um, in my face for me. But I think, you know, like a lot of things, you're going to see, you're going to see some great opportunities um, to yeah. use things. Um, yeah. And we work with a lot of young folks that will bring that to the table too. That type of, yeah. you know, they, they're asking you, "What about this? What about this?" So, which is great, so, you know, it catches you. So, so have you guys thought about or talked a little bit about the robotic side of uh, technology and putting that in your hotels at all? You know, it's going to come. I'm sure it's going to come just like everything else, right? You, you either, you know, accept it or don't. Um, I personally, you know, I don't think there will ever be anything that's any better than human interaction. But I also think that there's a group of people that really like more that kiosk feel, being able to do things very quickly, very, very actionable, very to their time. Um, I mean, if you think about it, look at Mobile Key. Would you have ever thought, you know, 10 years ago, um, gosh, 15 years ago, you you know, you were talking about Wi-Fi. Are we going to get Wi-Fi in the rooms? And then, you know, we're all plugging in our, you know, our Cat5 cables. Or, and so, yeah. yeah, I think it'll, I really do. I think there will be some, some folks that figure out how to do it really well. I will tell you, it yeah. probably won't be me. Because uh, <laughs> I'm a person to my core. So I just, <laughs> I love that interaction. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be there for sure. I think yeah. it will. I think that what yeah. you're seeing, too, is, is more, I like the, the concept, though, of using using it in the right space, using it to help you, let's say, write a better report, right? If you have an ownership report and you, you're struggling with getting through that or, or using it for data, things like that. I think there's some, some really cool components to it. But for me personally, there's nothing better than the good old-fashioned people part of that. <laughs> Oh, well, I think, uh, where was I at? I was at the lodging conference a couple of weeks ago and they had Ooh. obviously the the robots on display and they were using them as uh, servers. So yeah. they were, you know, room service, things like that. They said, this is the perfect solution. But, you know, and, and I could see why we could go to that direction. But at the same time, uh, I'm like you. I think the people interaction piece of it is so important in the hospitality space. Right, right. Why do you travel, right? You know, like if you're, you're, it's experiential, right? I did see a really cool thing this week where they have a robot that'll go in and clean a public restroom. And I thought every gas station in America should do one of those. That's really cool. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you never know. There's always great yeah. opportunities for using technology yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Let me, so let me ask you this question. Last one, and I want to keep you all day. What advice 
would you give to other aspiring, you know, operations folk, regional director folks as to how to advance their career in, in hospitality? Um, yeah, so, um, you know, I go back to a lot of the stuff that my father taught me, and I, I credit my mom and dad with a lot of what I've learned in, in this business. Um, I had a dad that was in the military and the ministry concurrently for 25 years. And so I, you know, strong work ethic, um, you know, commitment to excellence, um, making sure that you're serving as much as you can. Um, my father taught me to um, to raise my hand and to volunteer. I'll learn more. I want to do more. Teach me more. Um, so I would definitely say, you know, to the people that I try to mentor, um, you know, be that person. Be the person that says, yeah, okay, I've done what I need to do. Now let me do some more. Let me let me take on some extra. Because I don't think you see that as much, and I don't know that we teach that as much. I'm incredibly blessed um, to have come from a family like that. My mom was a caregiver, loved people, you know, so I, I got a lot of my loving on folks from her. Um, you know, I think that um, I think that you really have to, to strive to – um, to be the person, I, I truthfully try really hard not to ever let anybody outwork me. Um, now, the challenge to that is I have to learn how to disconnect sometimes. But as my GMs are out there serving other folks, I don't ever want them to think that, that I'm not right along beside them. I don't really have anything that I'm necessarily trying to prove to them as much as I just want them to know I'm here and I'm going to work with you and we're going to be together in this journey. Um, so hard work. Um volunteering, asking, raising your hand and asking for more, yeah. um, being a lifelong learner. I, you know, I've gone from it and, and, you know, I will tell you, it's still guilty pleasure like a lot of, like a lot of moms, you know, still turn on the TV and watch the, the nonsense on TV. But I've tried really hard to, um, to listen to more podcasts, to do more um, uh, audibles and learn. Um, you know, I, um, I still love to learn. And so I would say just get up every day um, and try to try to learn something new, try to improve, try to get better at something. Um, so, yeah, hard work and, and trying yeah. to be excellent and trying to continue to learn and evolve. Um, take a good hard look in the mirror. Um, I think that's served me well when I've made a mistake. I've been able to raise my hand and say, um, and I credit that to my parents, um, you know, ethics and integrity really matter. So being able to say, I messed it up, but let me fix it um, is a really important skill set because we're, I mean, we're learning, we're all evolving. You're going to make mistakes, especially in a people business. So, um, so yeah, those are some of the things that have gotten me this far. Um, you know, it's, it sounds like it's working. So far. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I've been really blessed. And, you know, yeah. I, yeah. It, it's a great well. journey. I mean, you know, yeah. we're all on the journey. Uh, there's this really great saying that says um, we're all just walking each other home, right? And so yeah. you really yeah. have to enjoy the journey, enjoy what you do, make the best of it every single day. Yeah. Well, Anita, it's been great speaking with you today. I, uh, I yeah. love the lifelong yeah. learning mantra. You know, I, I really salute you on that one. I think we all could, could use that one as a mantra, right? And um, we look forward to hearing and, and seeing more great things from uh, from you as your uh, hospitality career present, uh, proceeds. Well, thank you. Very kind of you to, to allow me to spend some time with you today. So I enjoyed it as well. Thank you. Hey, THM viewers, this episode is being sponsored by Recover It. 
if you've ever experienced a fire or a hurricane or tornado, you know how easy it is for you to lose all your valuable possessions overnight. Well, Recovered is an app that allows you to record everything in your home, store it in the clouds, and should you ever need it, heaven forbid you would, it allows you to retrieve it and you can show your insurance company everything that you had in your home, helps you settle your claim faster, and it keeps you out of the woods in terms of trying to scratch your head and remember what all that we have. So check out Recovered. If you click on the promo code on the bottom of the page, you'll get 50% off the app. So, and again, this has been another Tess Hospitality Minute. We like to remind our viewers, please check us out on LinkedIn. Like us here, follow us on our YouTube channel, and you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's been great having you. We'll see you guys next time. It's Ted, the Ted's Hospitality Minute. Take care. Ted's Hospitality Minute is sponsored by Recover It. Don't wait for disaster to happen to wish you had done this.